Hey, good morning. Good morning and welcome to Swahili Sunday. Here we are, another wonderful Sunday. And I am coming to you live from Irvine, California. And if you're listening after the fact, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you joining in. In a little bit, Layla is going to get on and give us an update about what's going on in Kenya. And uh, in the meantime, I'll share a couple of things. Actually, you can kind of see the fabrics here. This is a, a one-of-a-kind table runner set. You can see it on the, the website. I thought I'd just drape it here. This fabric's really beautiful. And this is this is our dog bandana in the swirl pattern. I, I forget what I called it, but uh, we're going to get more of these table runners in this because I had one set of these and it sold really quickly. So I'll be getting some more table runners uh, and probably some pillows in this pattern. This has been a popular pattern. A lot of people have asked for it. So we'll be making some more of those. This is a beautiful color. And we have another set that's a, a really beautiful color that we'll be displaying at some of our events. This one's not, I don't think I have this one online. If you like this one, you can uh, PM me about it or just send an email to Eldana at Baskets Meets Kenya. It's a table runner for placemats and for napkins. And it's a really, really pretty set. So we're doing some of those getting ready for Christmas. Anyway, so those are available. Going to be getting some more of those real soon. As always, we have paper beads. Got my paper beads. Love my paper beads. So you can get some of those as well. There's a lot of great Christmas gifts that you gifts that give back, basically. Anything you purchase from Baskets Meads Kenya. Uh, people ask me, I was at an event yesterday and I got, uh, oh, well, how much of the percentage goes back to them? I always like to explain this because people don't understand. I haven't taken the products from them and I'm waiting to sell the, and then send money back to them. I've already paid for the products up front. They've realized the benefit up front. They set the prices. That's a fair price for them in Kenya. Obviously, it's not going to be U.S. prices. It's going to be Kenya prices based on their economy there. And then I resell and reinvest in the business and buy more products from them. That's the way it works. So they realize the benefits. So like this bracelet that I bought, these products you see here, they've already been purchased by Baskets and Beads. And we're reselling to get the, give the opportunity to be able to place more orders and buy more. So if you have in your area, if you have any fair trade shops that might be interested in doing some wholesale business, or maybe your church would like me to come and speak and share the story, please get in touch with me at Eldana at basketsandbeadskenya.com. I don't think I have my email on the on the banner, but it's simple to email me at Eldana at basketsandbeadskenya.com. I'm happy to come and speak and share the story. And I always bring products. If you're in the local area, there's a lot of events coming up that I'm it will be exhibiting at. So I'm looking forward to giving having people see the products uh, live. So if you're in the local area, in local to Southern California, for instance, next this next this coming Friday the fifteenth, there is a women's night out. It's a, a at Calvary Chapel Anaheim and Baskins Bees will have a booth there. So if you're going to that event, please stop by, please support the ladies in Kenya. I wanna be able to place another good size order with them to uh, go into the holidays. So if you want to give a gift that gives back, 
consider baskets and beads. So the I thought about the Swahili word for the day. <laughs> the Swahili word for the day is mwa. I think that's the proper way of saying it. It means dog. Why am I bringing that up? Well, I have a new puppy, many of you may know. And I have actually, there, she's in a picture with me modeling one of the bandanas. She's still small enough to where one of these small bandanas fits her. And even she's moving, getting moving towards the medium, but the, she's a Malinois shepherd and she can, she can still wear this one. Her neck's small enough. So she's been under the weather, weather for a couple of days. She hasn't been feeling good. I don't know if she's, <laughs> if she's got, the flu or got some parasite. I took her to the vet. They gave her some fluids because she wasn't drinking water. Well, I, now I think she's starting to feel better because she's gone back into psycho puppy mode. I forgot to close the door. I have to keep the cats separate. She keeps wanting to chew on them. She thinks the cats are chew toys. I don't understand this. The cats are not chew toys. And I'm praying that one day that that calms down and they get along. But every time she sees them, she starts hang, 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 like chewing on them like they're chew toys and they don't like to be chewed on. And I forgot to close the bedroom door because I keep them separated. The cats stay in the bedroom during the day and then I swap them around and the cats have the run of the house at night. And then she's out here during the day. Well, I I forgot to pull the door shut and all of a sudden I heard like, oh my gosh. And then she's chasing George down the hall under the couch and getting inside the couch. George is my, my black cat and he runs and he gets under the couch. So he's basically almost inside the couch and she's working hard to get in there and she's screeching to the high heavens and I'm sure the neighbors can hear her yelping. And then I hear George growling and it's uh, that happened five minutes before this broadcast. So I had to go and block her off and get George and carry him back up the hall, put him in the bedroom, close the door. And she's chasing, attempting to get him. So that didn't work too good. So that's why I chose dog for the Swahili word for today, because I have one and she's, let's see, she's about almost four and a half months old. So she's still a, a puppy. Uh, my daughter, coined the term for me, psycho pause or crazy pause. Crazy pause, I think is the term. And it fits. She can be a crazy pause. The last two days, she's been flat out laying around, not feeling well. But I think that she's feeling better now because she's getting back into mischief, which would be good because I'll be able to take her to run because she hasn't wanted to run or play. But I hear her over there and she's, I think she's into something. I think I've put everything away that she can chew on, hopefully. And that that's what that's what it is with a dog. Then why did I get a dog? I got a dog because my son had his dog, Gracie, who is our model for our dog bandanas. You can go to basketsandbeadskenya.com and check out check out the dog bandanas and you can see Gracie modeling all of those. And Indigo is a smaller version of Gracie. Indigo has her own Instagram page, by the way. Indigo Malinois. And when my son, he had come to stay with me for a few months and he got Gracie uh, I, right, right when he moved in and he was planning on moving out August or September when the place that he was moving into was ready. 
And oh, here is here is little pause. That's little little crazy pause indigo. Hi, babies. I'm hoping you're not coming to tell me that you have to go potties because I can't take you potties right now. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so when he moved out, I knew he was like when he was he'd go to work every day and he would let Gracie stay. Gracie'd stay here with me and I got kind of attached. And then when Gracie was going to leave with Jason, my son, I thought, uh oh, it's going to be a little lonely because I've had the cats for a long time. But cats aren't like dogs. Dogs are a different type of companion. So I ended up getting one from the next litter and and uh, she's got a lot of energy. She, but she hadn't been feeling that great anyway. So that's why I decided to choose dog as the Swahili word for today. And she's trying to chew on me. Don't, don't chew on me. Indigo. Don't, don't chew on me. So if you want to go check out her Instagram page, you can go to Indigo Malinois on Instagram and see all of her crazy antics. I will say while we're waiting for Layla to join, I hope she's going to be joining soon. Okay. Okay, Indigo. Okay. So you see here she is. This is Indigo. I need to kisses. Indigo, give me the kisses. Oh, the kisses. I love her. I love her. She's a puppy. You see how big she is already. She weighs 35 pounds. You want to say hi, Indigo? She's going to have to model the dog bandanas too. I need to put some on her so we can get some pictures of her. Yeah. I know you haven't felt good. So this is my little my little baby girl, my, my four-legged child, Indigo. And um, anyway, as I was getting ready to say, uh, we are still raising funds for food packs. Uh, funding is really low. I put some funding. I've actually taken some of my personal, but I don't have enough to cover it all. So if you have the ability to donate, I would really appreciate a donate donation to basketsandbeeskenya.org. Can you give me kisses? Uh, for That'll help help the ladies. We still are not back into sustainability where I'm able to order enough to sustain them. So I made a commitment to make sure that they had food because like I say every week, they don't have government help. There's no uh, food packs or food stamps or there's no food pantries or anything for them to go to. If they don't have food, they go to the, the dumpster or the, the, uh, you know, landfill to pick food scraps. And that's just, uh, uncool. So, um, Oh, Hey, Bintia. Welcome. Bintia is a, is one of our, uh, other artisans. She's a fashion designer. And if you go to, if you're in Fairtrade Long Beach, you can see the skirts. I don't have them online. They're beautiful skirts. You may have seen me wearing some photos of some uh, wearing. Okay. I can talk really. You may have seen me in photos wearing a beautiful three-tiered skirt when I was at the conference last week in Texas. That was made by Bintia. And I have a, a couple others of those that and there's styles that are at Fairtrade Long Beach, but also the tunic top that you may see, you've seen me wear, it's blue with uh, embellishment, African print embellishment around the collar. That is made by her also. We have some of those at uh, Fairtrade Long Beach and online at basketsandbeatskenya.com. But 
they are starting to sell out. So I'm going to have to order some more. She also makes the mini clutches and the clutch purses. And those are really beautiful and fun too. So check that out at baskettsandbeadskenya.com. Before our ladies in Kipsongo, we are still raising funds for them. And we are also covering, I lost my sponsor for the two uh, school kids, uh, street kids that are paying their school fees and the sponsor. I don't know what happened to him. He never responded when I asked for him to continue the sponsorship. So I've been struggling to cover both the food pack costs and the sponsorship for the kids in school. And Binti and I were talking and she's like, oh, well, maybe we should just send them back to their parents. So that's not an option. If we send them back to their parents, they're going to end up on the streets because that's where they were. They, the, the, the one kid um, mother is, kind of, I don't know, she was staying at some house and had some crazy men coming around. And uh, so I, I just don't want, I don't want the kids to go back into that. So if you have the ability, any means, even $5 a month or $10, I mean, right now I need to raise about $1,200 to cover the food packs and the, the fees, the school kids fees. So um, if you have there that you can select which thing you want to do, uh, we're really low. I've I've covered the costs actually, uh, some out of the the foundation account, but some out of my own pocket. And I don't just don't have the resources to continue to do that. So we would just really uh, appreciate any help. Hey Cecilia, thanks for joining. And uh, I'm let me just see if Layla's going to be joining us to share about what's going on with the ladies. I'm waiting for her to come in. Sometimes her internet isn't that great where she is. So hopefully she'll be able to join here shortly. But again, if you want to uh, help, uh, we have two street kids. It's about $200 a month to cover their costs because it's, it's school fees. It's uh, Bentia actually is a person who helps and she takes care of them when they're out of school they to make sure they have food and make sure they have a place to say stay she personally goes there and picks them up and brings them back and there's fair school uh, fair back and forth and the reason that they're at a school outside of where they live is because it there's nowhere for them to run to so we've had to put them in a school to enable them not to be able to run somewhere and run back to the streets because that's just a habit. And to break that habit, we had, we had to send them kind of far out away from Katali where they were living. So they've thrived in school. They're doing, doing well. I got to see both of them when I was there in June, it, any amount it could help them. And then also we raise about 900 to a thousand dollars a month to feed over 30 women and 80 kids in the Kipsongo slum. So I've got to raise a, uh, 11 to $1,200 every month. And uh, it's been kind of short. I have some monthly donors, but if you are able to donate anything, I would really appreciate that help. Um, I just can't sit at my table and eat food knowing that uh, either the ladies and their kids aren't taken care of or these two kids aren't taken care of. I, um, I just refuse to, to let the, the kids go back to the streets. I, that's just not an option. They have an opportunity. They're in school. One of them, um, Alois, he wants to be an engineer. He's interested in engineering. And 
Um, if he has that kind of a mind, we need to be able to develop that kind of mind. And the other, the other girl, Saumu, she's, she's very shy around me, but she has, I can see in her spirit that she's happy and she's, uh, I can just tell that she's thankful to be able to go to school because not every child in Kenya is able to go to school. So um, it costs money. They have to wear un school uniforms. You have to buy supplies. There's, there's tuition fees and there, there's the tuition fees include board. So they have to be, they're boarded there uh, at their schools. So any, any amount would be appreciated. And uh, that's, that's, uh, that's it. Layla says she's trying to join. Uh, let me hang on. Let me. She's trying to join, but I think she's having some internet troubles right now. I'm making sure that it's not the link that I sent. Uh, so stand by to acquire, <laughs> hopefully Layla shortly, because I haven't, I haven't talked to her in a while and I'd love to get an update on how the ladies are doing. And she said she was with them the other day and they send their love and, and gratitude and thanks for all that, that has been done here to help them, to help them have a better life, to help them to, to become a community that these women started out as kind of hesitant. They didn't really know each other. They didn't trust each other. They didn't have the ability to understand about community. We kind of take that for granted here. We go to events. I just came back from an event in Texas, the um, conference, the uh, EDGE conference put on by Syracuse University, the IBMF, which is a veteran program. Institute of Veteran and Military Families program at Syracuse University. It was a great event, had great sales there, and also got some connections. And doing, some, I'm doing a lot of work in the background. I don't talk about it a lot because it hasn't happened yet, but I'm doing some work in the background. I have some people helping me to uh, get into stores. I have people helping me with running ads. And then uh, my, my team is helping to work things as we go forward to, to move this forward, to get it more than simply a, a little space in a store and online, which unless you have the right, I guess, sauce, it's hard to get online traction. I'm having a problem getting online traction because Facebook keeps changing the algorithms. So I'm working hard to come up with ideas to make things happen there. Get, and, and I think uh, wholesale orders are the key. Also, if you are, uh, if in your listening and in your area, you have a place that has a dog boutique that sells dog bandanas. And if you know the owner, that would be a great because it's a lot better to have an introduction than it is to have go in there cold. I'd love to get these bandanas into dog boutiques. They're all, they come like this is a size small, but they come with a hang tag on it and it has the sizing on the back. So uh, those are, they're ready to go. And I'd love to make connections to some dog boutiques because I know there's a lot of people that I, I see a lot of people. I've sold several of these, but I'd like the opportunity to move that product into more stores. So if you have any connections to a dog boutique, if you have a dog and you take your dog somewhere to get it groomed or you go shop at a little boutique 
store, ask them if they carry bandanas and if they'd be interested and make a connection, make an introduction or give me a name of an email of somebody to speak to that would really be helpful. And, uh, to help move these products forward. So we have a sewing group. We have a sewing group within our group of ladies and they, some of them primarily, like one of our ladies doesn't do bead making. She is a seamstress and does sewing. So these type of things are a different kind of avenue of product that that group we're working on promoting. And then like I've said in the past, all of our ladies make the paper beads or almost all of them. I think we have two ladies that don't do uh, beads. One of the ladies who's a seamstress and then one of the other ladies doesn't do beads, but she's a great farmer. She knows how to grow things and and she has a lot of chickens. We went to, like we went to visit her place when I was there in June and she had a whole bunch of chickens and she had right outside her little hut, she had a mango tree shading her place. Can you imagine just walking out? Oh, here's a mango. I'll just pick a mango off the tree. And I'm telling you, fruit in Kenya tastes a whole lot better than it does the fruit that we get here, unless you get it homegrown from the farm where it's not grown, where it's not watered down and grown in a, in a hothouse or whatever. But uh, it's, it's amazing to actually see she has she had that and then she had some other some corn growing and some other things growing all around her so she knows how to farm so whenever we get the the land that we plan on that's our big vision in the future when we ever we plan on doing that we will uh will definitely be using her expertise to plant things and get things going so they can actually grow some some of their own food. That's one way to actually alleviate the hunger problem is to enable them to be able to grow food on some land. So our big vision, if you don't know, that is to buy a large piece of land. And we've started a, an NGO. I don't know if it's been, I'm waiting. I'm hoping Layla can get on so I can find out about the status of that. We started all, we finished all the paperwork. We submitted it. I think it's just waiting for the stamp of approval. An NGO in Kenya, NGO is a non-government organization. It's like a nonprofit here. And the reason we started that in Kenya was the fact that it's a lot easier for an organization in Kenya to buy land in Kenya than it is for like our organization out here to go and buy land there. So we started that primarily for that purpose because we have the big vision of buying some land, building some real housing to get them out of the huts, building a farm where they can grow their own food and then sell some of it. So that's a stream of income and then building a little manufacturing facility where they can make the beads and store the products and have more of an organized right now they're doing everything in their, their hut. So having a more organized kind of process where they can know, how, how many can have the supplies on hand and know what they need and be able to store them prior to shipping and be able to process them for shipment in, in a building versus having to do it all in their hut and get it to Layla. And then she has to go through and count everything and make sure all the quality's right. If they could do it and come and work and do it right there in their own place, that would be great. I did attempt to rent space there 
in February 2020, which was the last time I went before June. We had that big gap of COVID and COVID is still affecting things. Oh, Layla's having problems with her internet, so she might not be able to join. Darn it. Maybe what I'll do if I can get her on is to do a recording later and then post it. Um, yeah, the internet, the internet doesn't always cooperate. I've found that oftentimes when I'm there, it's like, okay, internet's not working today. This is great. It's dodgy. Uh, anyway, so that's, that's our big vision, our big goal to be able to have that opportunity for the ladies. And like I said, when I was there, I attempted to rent, rent space for them to work. And they didn't want to rent space to me because the women were from the Turkana tribe and they didn't like the Turkana tribe, which was very sad for me. I, I didn't, I, I don't know what to say about that. That just made me very sad. So my thought process on that was like, okay, I'll just buy some land and build something that of course takes a little bit more time. So unfortunately right now they are in their own place and people have told me, Oh, they need to be in their own place making stuff. Right. I get that. However, comma, you have to work where you're at, use what you have for the time being. And unfortunately that's, that's not the case. So anyway, Layla doesn't seem to be able to join uh, right now. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to stop the broadcast. And if she's able to join, I'm going to just stay in the background and wait. If she's able to join when her internet comes up, then we'll restart so we can get an update. And yeah. So again, if you want to go check out basketsandbeadskenya.com, there's a 10% off coupon you can get right when you log on a couple of seconds after it, there's a little pop-up and you can get 10% off. And uh, on Fridays, we're starting on our email list, something called Fail Friday. Fail Friday is going to be, or it already is, the top three to five failures that I've come across during the week. Some of them are in my personal life. Some of them are at my job that I do. Most of you know that I'm working a job to pay the business expenses. And some of them are in the business, but every failure has an opportunity for a lesson. So what is that lesson? And I'll be sharing, I may do a quick live on Fridays just to share one of them real quick. And then you can get the rest of them on the email. So uh, fail Friday is coming to an email, email very soon. And also if you'd like to be a guest failure, I guess. If you want to send me a blurb about your fails. Oh, look, Layla's here. Yay. It, let me add her in a minute. Let, if you want to um, be a guest and let me write about one of your fails, send me what the fail is, what happened, when, what the lesson is, and I'll include it in the newsletter. All right, let's bring Layla on. Let me hide that. And yay. Hi. You got on. Yeah, finally. Oh my gosh, that internet there drives me crazy. Oh yeah, I was like, oh my God, it wasn't working, but yeah. Oh, it's so good to see you. Hugs. Good to see you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hugs. Hi. Hi. Um, okay, well, give us an update. I know you were with the ladies the other day. How is everything yes. there? 
Oh, that was really good. I was with them. It was really nice. They were so happy. <laughs> they just miss you and they were just asking when you're coming back, but they're doing good. Uh, yeah, they were almost all of them. I saw just, I think three of them were the ones who are not there, but they're doing good. All of them are healthy. You know, all the kids are healthy. So that's really nice. How's the COVID restrictions there? Has it been lifted some? Yes, most of them have been lifted and it's just the curfew and the mask mandate, that's all. But yeah, now things are back up, you know, so that's good. Yeah, I have to laugh when they say mask mandate. I think you probably saw the picture of Jason and I at the football game. Mm -hmm. There were like 70,000 people there. And you had to wear a mask to go in. So everybody's like this. And as soon as they got in, it was like, I'd say one out of 10 people were wearing a mask. People here are so over the mask thing. <laughs> uh, at least here we are still wearing the mask. So that's, but mo most people also have been vaccinated. So that's good. Oh, that's good. So the vaccines have increased there. Yes. Yeah, we're, uh, we're having a, there's people here who don't want to get it. And I think every, you know, it's a choice for everybody, but there are, the president issued this executive order, anybody in the government and any, like, so my company uh, is a government contractor that I work for my job. And they, they sent out a thing saying, okay, you have to get a vaccine. And if you don't, you're going to be terminated unless, you know, you get a waiver. I'm like, whoa, that's serious. So and there's a lot of crazy about that going on here. So um, the, so um, the ladies are, they're, they're healthy. They're happy. They, they received the last, did, when did they receive the last food packs? Because I'm trying to get people to donate for more because we're still not out of the woods yet. Uh, when, today's, um, they, it was uh, 20... 29th. Oh, okay. So they still have a, enough to last them a few weeks. Yeah. Oh, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I heard it like. <laughs> <laughs> How's that little Gigi? Oh, he's doing good. I have to lock the door because I once he sees me on the phone. He thinks it's his call, so he takes over the phone. So even now my door is locked because once I open it, that's it. He'll just be like, and he doesn't talk. He'll just be looking at you and that's it. If anybody tries to come into the picture, he turns. It's like he's turning. He doesn't want people to share the phone. Oh, so, yeah. But he's doing great. He's talking too much. I think he's talking too much. <laughs> Oh, uh oh. Yeah. Is that driving Samantha crazy? How's she doing? She's good. She has to hide most of the time whenever she's reading because Gigi's just there talking, talking, talking. So, but she's doing good. She's she's doing good in school, so that's good. So we have we had covered the school fees um uh, mm -hmm. for for one kid, right? And she's in school now. Yes. Yes. Let me see. Yes, she. He. It's I. It's Alvin. So it's a oh, boy. Alvin. He's oh, in okay. school. 
Yeah, I'll even send you, I, I'll send you the photos. I, I, I saw him even the other day. So he's doing, and he performed really good. So that's good. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah. that's, great. that's great to hear mm -hmm. because it's mm -hmm. like, I mean, explain a little bit because like here in the US people go to school and yeah, there's sometimes expenses and stuff, but like we have things that, that you can get government help for and stuff. So like if the, if they don't have the school fees, they don't go to school, right? Mm -mm, no. Yeah. yeah. If you don't have the school fees, you don't go to school. If even the requirements, if you don't have the 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 whole requirements that they need, they send you home. So what is that's that like the one thing and all the supplies you have to bring and stuff. Yes. Yes. Because before you get into the gate, like it's there's always a teacher at the gate. So when you are reporting back to school, they have a list. So they go through pencil. You have to show them like they have to mark every requirement. So if you're missing one, you just go back. Oh, wow. You're yeah. serious. <laughs> we don't have that here. <laughs> so. That's crazy. Maybe at a private school or something. But I, the only thing that I remember that there was a teacher that stood out of the the school and the only thing she was looking for was because we don't um unless you go to a school that has uniforms all of our schools don't require school uniforms and i and i kind of wish in a way that they did because the kids get picked on for what they wear and stuff well so this teacher would stand outside from the school and look for dress code violations and she would send them home that's the only thing they were looking for that was that was she was known for that if you oh your your top it's too doesn't cover enough oh your skirt's too short you mostly the girls yeah turn go home go put something else on yeah but we don't have the like oh you don't have your notebook you have to go home <laughs> that's crazy yeah and jacqueline was really happy and grateful she was you know she was i had to tell her it's okay she was really grateful because you know now for her that's the first son like that's the first child of hers to go to high school so you know she was like we thought that dream was dead so for her it was like my son is in high school like it's it's an it's she was really happy and really grateful and i even told her i just encouraged her and told her you know, your son will finish and even go to university. Because, you know, people in Kipsongo, that doesn't happen. So for her, this is, it's, it's, it's just God. It's really great. And I yeah. was like... And that's why I was like, before you got on, I was asking, because like the, the two other kids yeah. that, you know, I work with, with Bintia, it's been hard because the donations have fallen off. And I don't know if people are just... You know they're doing other things things are opening up and people are just not paying attention but it's like to have that opportunity to go to school like alois is the one kid he wants to be an engineer and who knows what else maybe what he wants to be they had yeah. out school there's not that opportunity for them to be able to do that and and it's just warms my heart that you know in the interim when we're trying to build back to where they have the actual income to send them to school, we can mm -hmm. help until that time because yeah. you know our, our foundation for this is a hand up, not a handout. But when, when there's no orders and there's not enough uh, product being purchased that they, 
they don't have any way to earn income. So <laughs> anybody listening, we're just really grateful for any of your donations um, that helps send these kids to school. And um, yeah, I just, I, I just, uh, I'm just grateful too. And I, oh, I just got to tell them how much I miss them. I just think of them all the time and praying for them. And um, I, I just want to come back again. Yeah, yeah. Like forever that I've, it's, it's only been June, but it seems like so long ago already. <laughs> yeah. It seems like last year. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, gosh. Well, yeah. this Swahili, this is the Swahili word I told I chose for today. <laughs> yeah. Is it mbwa? Yeah, mbwa. Mbwa. Mm. Yeah, so, you know, crazy pause. <laughs> That's why I chose that because she's and it's too quiet. I don't know if she's I hope she's sleeping. She hasn't she hasn't been feeling very good, so mm -hmm. um yeah, so you see what I have hanging here. I have, wait, Ooh. I got yeah. the dog bandana. <laughs> nice. Uh, this is the set that sold the um, table runner set. Table runners. Oh. I love looking at it. So um, we're going to order some more of these. We'll talk about that after we're done because I, I <laughs> Christmas is coming and I think I think some of these are going to sell really nicely. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, and I, I I made a little hang tag. Ooh, nice. And then it's got the size. Ooh, yo, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, uh, that, that's, I've got a little plan to actually sell more of those, but several of them have sold, you know, I've sold a few, so um, mm -hmm. it mostly, when I'm out at events. So like I said, everybody, if you uh, have any, if you have a dog, you got to go to basketsandbeatskenya.com and get yourself a doggy bandana. It's made out of beautiful fabrics. And you, you guys, I was, I, well, I was explaining how when I, we went to the fabric store in Eastleigh and my eyes got about this big because I like, <laughs> oh my gosh, look at all these beautiful colors. How am I going to choose? You were like, oh man, it's all right. I'm like, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, there's oh, yeah. so many. I just love the fabrics. Yeah, oh, just I could. I just love fabric, so I I love it. It's great. That's a great place. Yeah. <laughs> I want this and this and this. Um. So you when yeah when are you gonna see the ladies again? Are the are they meeting again now? Are they able to meet yet? No, it did. No, still no. Yeah, no. Oh, that must be hard. Yeah, that's still hard because those restrictions are still up. So, no. oh, so no, no gathering and all mm -hmm. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, they. Uh, luckily, we, we don't have that. It was one one conference I was supposed to go to canceled. The actual person who was doing the conference his him his family got covid so oh. they weren't able to do it but i went to the other one and it doing 400 people it was and that, that interestingly enough that conference was the last one i went to right before covid started so um it was nice to be able to see people face to face i got to see one of my friends that i hadn't seen in i don't know how long since before covid like actually see, not have to see on zoom <laughs> 
it was yeah. it, it was very good. Well, is there is there any um, is there anything about like when those restric restrictions might be lifted for gathering? Is there like a date set for them to review that? No, uh, we've been given another sixty days, so. Oh. <laughs> so we're we're just waiting. Has tourism picked up at all, or is it still? No. You know, no. Yeah, it's people. If you can't really gather or whatever, people yeah. are come. And that that uh, if, for anybody listening, that's been a billion dollar hit to the travel industry there because a lot of the the money coming in to Kenya from outside sources is from travel. So travel has significantly been impacted. I'm sure there's no safaris going on and and you know when we went to. Diani Beach, like all those places that were closed, and it's sad mm -hmm. to know that mm -hmm. some of them probably won't open again. So, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, you have any other updates there? Anything else going on? Mm, not really. Mm. Not really. Well, it's just great to see you and hear about <laughs> the ladies, and we'll talk more after we get off here. But um, yeah. Yeah. So it, again, anybody, cause we, we are still, you know, they're, they're still under restriction there. So they're, they can't sell in the markets there, right? They can, the markets are still closed like that. Do they have the outdoor markets? Are they able no, to the outdoor markets, the outdoor markets are kind are open, but for them, they sell on the streets. So selling on the street is the problem. Yeah. So they can't really do that. Mm -hmm. so, they're, they're, so they're not earning any income there. And because we haven't been able to order much, they're not yeah. earning any income here. So that's why um, we need people to continue to donate. So again, go to basketsandbeatskenya.org. It's going across the bottom of the screen. And um, you can you can select either school fees or food packs. And we, we definitely need uh, money for both because uh, the school fees are going to come due again. How long does that, for Alvin, how long does that cover him? Uh, it covers until December. Yeah, so... And then they have a break and then they go back in January. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, so the school fees are gonna come up again and we wanna make sure that we can keep him in school and then our other two kids and and food packs. So that's about twelve, thirteen hundred dollars a month, roughly, twelve hundred roughly around there. Mm -hmm. So um yeah, any amount would help basketsandbeadskenya.org appreciate everybody who's donated. If you, again, if you have a rotary club, cause uh, a lot of I've, I've had uh, the rotary club of Temecula has made a couple of donations, but if you're listening and you're part of a rotary club, it connect me, I'll come and speak and share the story. And you know, usually when I share at a rotary club or an organ or a Kiwanis or an organization like that, they'll give a little donation. Or if you want me to speak to your group about something else and you don't have a budget for speaking, what I usually do is ask you to make a tax deductible donation to the nonprofit. And that's a lot less than my speaking fee. So um, I, I do that for some groups. So you can contact me about that too. Eldana at basketsandbeadskenya.com. So until uh, next Sunday, we will see you soon. Go <laughs> Not <laughs>